0: what a world this is Anthony Roberts host of the reality is where filtering becomes extinct today's show is brought to you by blog talk radio your voice your independence your platform so join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com Also, this episode is brought to you by Take Action Apparel out of Houston. The brainchild actor Gabriel Silva to stand up against bullying through fashion and accessories that let you be you. So help these guys out by visiting www.takeactiongear.com and purchase something to support the cause. So today is, it's a little different episode. Um, Justin Martin is back. How you doing today, man?
2: fan damn fantastic, (laughs) fan
0: damn fantastic. And we got a good friend of his, Phil. How you doing, man? I'm
1: good. I'm good. Thanks for having
0: me. Man, so... I'm always intrigued to do podcasting and Justin hit me up and you know he was like, Hey, we gotta get back in the studio. Yeah. We gotta talk about some different stuff. We're working on some things behind the scene. So today we're gonna talk more about hey, it is who phone is that? It don't even matter whose it is. It's fine. No, it's bro. This is an authentic podcast. This is not K one oh four. This is not any of that. Anything you do, Burt Belch, be feel comfortable, man. I know you're first time here, so you know you don't know the studio rules, but you can do whatever you want. If your wife calls, you can answer the phone. That,
2: that was one of the reasons I want to come back. Like, shit, <laughs> I, I ain't felt as free.
0: Oh, yeah. We don't, we don't have restrictions, man. Yeah, I
2: yeah.
0: was actually telling Phil before you got here, I was like, it's funny because the content that I put out, it's not favorable to some, a lot of people. Sure. And I was working with uh, trying to get a woman on here to talk about uh, the food deserts in South Dallas and so on and so forth. Yeah. And she checked out the website and she's like, keep up the good work, but I'm at the past. And I was like, that's cool. But in my mindset, I was like, well, I don't know anything about food deserts. It's big to the black community. We don't really have Walmarts. We don't have Whole Foods. We don't have farmer's markets yeah. on the South Side. So in my mind, I was like, you may not like my content, but what you bring to the table is so valuable. But we turn it away because we don't want to be associated with something that it's not because I don't feel like my podcast is negative. Is it raw? Yes. But negative? No. But I think it's imperative in the black community like yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I was telling him, I was like, Justin is a is a household name here in Dallas, in Houston. But the thing that I loved about you when we interviewed and we talked the first time, it wasn't any of that acting like you better than nobody or I can't show up or I'm not able to do this and (laughs) such and such. So we wanted to come in and talk about like financial freedom, financial empowerment. And I know the first thing we were talking about was side hustles. And when it comes to side hustles, it makes me think about this podcast because for me, that's a side hustle. What you turning on, Spider? Okay. So when it comes to side hustles, I know this is a big thing for you. Yeah, Justin, and I—I I, I guess what I would ask you is, why is it so important to you, to, or you feel <clears> like it's imperative to have a side hustle or another stream of income outside of your nine to five? I'm—I'm I'm burning up in here.
2: Well, only because, because you know, you we live one life, yeah. and and all of us are here, really, you know, spending a lot of the time that we have working. And there's plenty of cliches out there where they talk about you know you can spend your life making other people's dreams happen, or you can spend your life making your dreams happen, and Bill is somebody I wanted to bring in because, you know, his background, of course, and he spends a lot of time trying to talk to people about investing and talking to people about, you know, putting the proper retirement together and things like that. Yeah. but But my philosophy is a little bit more <clears throat> along the lines of, why the hell would you spend your entire life working for somebody? And so part of what your investment strategy should be is working capital to start your own business. You know, you should be saving to try to start your own business. So I figured you know if we can come back in here and start to talk to people about this cuz let me just I'll, I'll put it to you this way i don't know anybody that that really like loves their job yeah. unless i'm talking to people that are self-employed yeah. you know most of the people i'm talking to that are working for somebody are unhappy at work True. and but they've been through the traditional american education system so you know elementary school junior high high school then they went to college they studied whatever the hell it was they studied in college they get out they get a job and now we got this prolific number of people that are unsatisfied with their job, you know, job dissatisfaction. So obviously that formula is not working. Said, well, why not come back in here and let's start talking a little bit about finding other ways. And at the same time, having that, you know, that backup plan, which I know Phil is a master at making sure that people actually have the proper things set up in place for themselves, because you're going to you're going to need to pass something along. And there's a difference between being rich and being wealthy. So we was just hoping to get that in there.
0: Now, I know you were saying capital and when I thought about today, I was like, okay, I kind of thought about it like a preacher dissects a sermon. Yeah. And I always try to be like, <laughs> what can I ask? When there's somebody in here that, you know, they're a professional at what they do, whether it's marketing or financing, capital. People, Some people who don't know anything about that are going to listen and say, what the hell is capital? And then if they don't know what capital is, they're going to say, well, I only make 35000 a year. How do I save something to invest in my future when I'm living paycheck to paycheck? So what would you tell somebody who's making 35 maybe they're getting $1500 every pay period to pay a ch- you know pay for their bills but they don't have anything left. That's really the average American at this point in time.
1: Yeah, and and for me so I've been talking to folks about money for over a decade now and I meet folks that make $400,000 a year that are living paycheck to paycheck. That's crazy. And I meet people who are making 40,000 a year who have 20 grand in the bank. Right, so so, what I've noticed is it doesn't matter how much money you have, it's that if you make thirty five thousand, you still can save something. Yeah. Right, and I and I share with a lot of people that, you know, we we talk about America and all the shortcomings, but the poorest people in America are way better off than like ninety percent of the folks in the world, right? True, no doubt. And and so you can you can save money in America because, um, um the the low standard of living or the minimum wage, yeah. you can find a way to make it happen. Yeah, not to mention, I mean, we start
2: talking about, <clears throat> you know, the $33,000 a year job, or yeah. $40,000 a year job. Most of the time when I talk to people that are doing that, they're working one job. Now, I got these cats come over to my house, man. Case in point, my wife last year was trying to get some pressure washing done at the house. So I told her to jump on Craig's list and find somebody want to pressure wash. Now, it would have been great to see somebody that looked like me show up, but yeah. nobody looked like me. Yeah was on Craig's list talking about pressure washing. Yeah. So one cat came over there and pressure washed the whole house, backyard, driveway, sidewalks, all of that. Eleven hundred dollars later, he's gone. Hmm. Now he was only there for about seven hours. Yeah. Six or seven hours. Eleven hundred dollars? Now that's let's do the math on that. Say seven hours. Let's just say he was making a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah. But you made more than that. Yeah. But if you make a hundred dollars an hour, eight hours a day, that's eight hundred dollars a day, five days a week. That's $400, uh, $4,000 a week, $4,000 a week times 50. That's 200 grand a year. So, you know, the whole reason we're talking about side hustle is because, you know, like Phil say, okay, so somebody was working a job doing an an eight to five, making $33,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Well, if you work an eight to five, sounds to me like you got another set. You know, six, seven hours in a day you could be working. You could be working, yeah. You know, unless your lazy ass just want to go home <laughs> and watch uh, Netflix, <laughs> <laughs> nah, then you just sorry. Yeah. But don't bitch about stuff when yeah. it don't happen for you. Yeah. And, and so my thing is, like, I'm trying to get people to get over this hump of I can't. Yeah. Because what you're really saying I won't.
0: That's what I was about to say, because a lot of people truly don't want to work
2: that hard. They're saying I won't.
0: I have so many people who have come to me and they're like, hey, how did you do this podcasting thing? How did you get to this point? And they think that it's like, I'm still not where I want to be. I've told you that. But it's like, they see what I've done and when I tell them how to do it, they fade away. And Mm -hmm. I had somebody tell me one day, they was like, you're creating competition for yourself because you're giving away the game. I said, it's not competition because these people are still not going to work as hard as I want to work. I literally just got off work, went home, changed my clothes, grabbed me a shake, drove out here in traffic. I'm pretty sure y'all been doing the same type of thing. But somebody else can be like, I'm tired. I just want to go home. And when I'm not here, I'm working on the content for the podcast. Or I'm being told no 20 times during the week for people who want to come on that may be famous or mid-level until I find that one yes. And then we go. But they think like Dominique Perry from HBO's Insecure. She came on last year. Everybody was like, Oh, this is great. But I'm like, you know how many no's I heard before then? Yeah. And I've heard so many more no's even after her. Mm-hmm. Just because she came on don't mean everybody else want to come on. Yeah. Yeah. So if and to, to have a side hustle, I think you do have to not be lazy. You have to be consistent. And you have to be intentional about what you're working for. And a lot of people don't know what they're working for.
2: Well, and I, and I would also say that, like, for to set the tone for this podcast, if if we continue to do something like this, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be, it'll depend on the audience. So let me just say, in my mind, and I'm sure Phil and you probably got an opinion on this too, but let me just tell you who who the audience is in my mind. If when you hear that it's going to be more work to achieve the success that you say you want, when you hear that it's going to be less sleep to achieve the success that you say you want, when you hear that you're going to be spending less time with your family or your friends, or you may have to put that liquor bottle down, stop smoking that shit, Mm -hmm. whatever the hell it is, you you know, when you hear all that, and you're still not uh, deterred, then this podcast is yeah, for you. Yeah. Because there are people out there that spend their whole life watching, you know, reality shows, seeing people's big ass houses. They watching Instagram, Facebook feeds. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just on there uh, complaining about that today. You watching everybody <laughs> else get it, <laughs> yeah. and acting like you can't do nothing, yeah. but you actually can. And so I think this podcast is for people that that they're not going to be deterred when they hear when this they hear. type of extra effort that you got to take Cause you got to, to. get there.
0: I, you know what? It's funny, because honestly, I've been one of those people, too, because I think a lot of times when we we talk about side hustles, a lot of people don't want to go get another job outside of their nine to five to pay something less hourly than they're getting paid at their nine to five. Then a lot of people get deterred from starting their own business because you're not going to receive income. in the first. I didn't make anything. I'm five years into my business. I didn't make anything literally probably to almost the third year because I bought so much stuff to you know start it mm-hmm. that I had to get out of the red yeah and what people don't understand you got to get it out of red into the black at mm-hmm. least break even yeah. but that's the hard part and I wanted to give up so many other times where I'm like why did I even do this because yeah. things are not going to go right but I think also when you're trying to start your own business or you have a side hustle from the black community and the black perspective I didn't have a lot of help and I think mentorship for adults I said this before it's paramount because like for me I don't I've never ran a business before yeah, And I think when me and you talked, I was like, I'm intrigued because I didn't know body district was yours, mm-hmm. you know? And then I was like, well, how do you start a business? You can want to start one, but where's the blueprint?
1: And the other thing, too, is I think a lot of folks are um, just afraid to fail. Right. Yeah. So so I, I, I every semester I go speak to um, there's a class in, in, in Mansfield ISD. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like it's not the um, kids that have mental disabilities. Yeah. But it's also like um, it's the kids that are on a, you know, they just school school just is not their deal, so they, okay. have, them in a, they have them in a different classroom, and
0: they it may be like ADHD, yeah, attention you know, deficits, they, and yeah, stuff they like just that. Weren't, yeah, they just weren't wired for the school yeah. district. Sure. And so I go, sounds like
1: and, me, right, right. <laughs> and so and so I go speak to them, and I was telling them, I was like, I said, hey y'all, look, here's the deal. Like you're seventeen, eighteen years old, I said, um, the. And I, and I gave them the analogy of um, the kids that it's like a 30year documentary where they had these kids when they were little and they basically said hey if you if you eat this one cookie um, uh, right now we won't give you another one but if you wait 30 minutes we'll give you two cookies right yeah. so the ones who waited and can defer gratification you know grew up to be more successful right so I gave an analogy and I said look y'all are 18 I said for the next 10 years if y'all, um, we'll just do the hard stuff in life, right, and not be afraid to fail yeah. and go after your dreams and mess up, right? The skills that you're going to learn over the next ten years are going to be with you for the rest of your life, and you're going to run faster than everybody else, yeah. you know, out there. And so, you know, not being afraid to fail, um, <clears throat> um, and even being
0: willing to even being willing to fail and then still proceed, yeah. Because sure. I, I feel like if I'm being totally honest, because I like to be honest, I'm I feel like I'm failing now. Okay. Like so many people look at the podcast and they like, bro, you traveled all at the end of last year doing what you love to do. And I'm like, I spent money. I didn't make money. Mm-hmm. You know, when they say you got to spend money to make money. And I was like this situation I spent. But it was more about exposure. sure, You know, and I think a lot of times when people lose, they want to give up. And it's like, it's OK to lose. I think it was Obama who was like he was like, I lost over and over and over and over and over again until things just finally went right. And for me, it's like I feel like right now I'm in the stage of losing but i also feel like i can't see it but i just literally feel like there's a biz, bigger success on the horizon because i'm losing a lot of people i'm lo- i've lost a lot of things but the podcast <laughs> has always remained steady the mm-hmm. growth the listenership and the thing I, the message i try to tell people is it's not always going to be cool i come in here some days or you listen to a podcast i'm laughing i'm smiling but it's like i had a shitty day
2: yeah
0: i had a hectic day yeah but you got to keep going from our episode the most i told you the most all the listeners who was listening, a lot of people hit me up, email, text message. Some people I knew, some people I didn't. Some people come in on the Instagram message, and they were like, I knew. They feel like they know you because of the Gotzi Martin stuff. Okay. They feel like they know you maybe because of body district. But the thing that impressed most people about him outside of everything he's done was the fact that you went back to school at a later stage. Because people look at you, and they're probably thinking, and he's been doing this for a minute. He cool. He got the money. You started doing something better and, and changed the transition in your life.
2: After thirty five. Well, no, I think that's an important point to make. Is is that you know, for me, some of the things like even even the discussions that like Phil, you said you talk with them kids and talk about the delayed gratification. As long as you not, you know, if we if we're gonna say okay, because because we do make a, we put a scoreboard out there for ourselves. We put a scoreboard out there for our kids, and we say okay, scoreboard is not only graduating from high school, but scoreboard is getting into a good college scoreboard is not just any college, but a college is better. So when you walk through the hallways of your high school in your last two weeks of school, you need to be able to talk to the other kids and say, oh, I'm going here, yeah. this prestigious university. Well, I think that's hogwash because when you get into those universities, you look at all the people that are successful. Many of them don't even finish school. That's what I was just about to school say. School is not a recipe for success. Yeah. School is a recipe for growth. Yeah. And growth happens every day. It's not like you giving your kid a high five for going another inch in the last year because you're supposed to do that. Yeah. So why don't we just give each other a high five for just improving? So rather than making this whole thing about, you know, these major accomplishments, make this whole thing about just growing. Yeah. And then that way we say, OK, well, every single day you're getting a little bit better. And rather saying failure, because for me, I've come to realize that failure just doesn't exist. Yeah. It doesn't exist at all. Because let me just tell you something. At the end of the day, <clears throat> at the end of my life,
0: failure doesn't exist, possible name of
2: the yeah, It doesn't exist. And I'll come back to that and <laughs> I'll define right. it. But let me just test for, for all of us in this room, Spider, Junior, Philip, <laughs> Anthony, me, guess what, y'all? Guess what? What's we're going gonna to die. Yeah. We're going to die. You are going to die. Which means the biggest gift, the most valuable gift that you've ever been given is going to be taken away from you. Yeah. Why? Well, once you accept that shit, what else can be taken away? Yeah. What else could you possibly lose? that's more valuable than that, than yeah. your life. Yeah. And so once you accept that and you go, okay, I got one opportunity to do this and make the most out of this one stand that mm-hmm. I got right here, then you go, okay, failure doesn't exist. It's only results. Yeah. It's either results you like, results you don't like. Yeah. When you get results you like, you do more of that shit. When you get results you don't like, you do less of that. Are you you know, you and, and, then, and then quit worrying about where we going and let's start having a conversation about what we becoming on the way. And that's one of the things, like, you and I have grown so much because we've journeyed together. You know, we was in college together. And granted, I was in my second career or third career at the time, and when I went back to school, that's when I met him, and Man. that's when I pledged. And, uh, and he was growing. He's still growing. And if we just accept that and embrace that part, you know, then failure, let's just take that word out of our vocabulary. There is no such thing as failure. There's, yeah. only, there's only results. So that's what I'm trying to get across to people, especially people that have aspirations to do something on their own that maybe, you know, when you die you can say, I "Did it my way." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I did it I did it on my own terms and that's one of the things I'm trying to impress upon people is do this shit your way. Yeah. So what
0: was the hardest <clears throat> part if I, for for Body District? What was the hardest it's part still about hard. it? That's and that's what I was about to say yeah. because and that's the key point because a lot of people think starting in is hard. The hardest part is maintaining it hmm. and continuing and making sure you're fine to yeah. me and no, finding no, growth right. in it. Because I know like when the new year rolled around, I looked and I was like, Okay, last year, okay, we had about thirty five thousand listens on the podcast. How do we get it to seventy this year? Sure. We maybe we fall short of seventy, but I feel like if I shoot for seventy and fall at fifty five, that's still twenty thousand more than it was before. Yeah. So I think that and, and like I say, I think it's just about being able to have a consistent mindset. Also, it's about who you have around you. It is. Do you have people around you that if you have a bad idea, they're gonna say I don't know about this. And if it's a good idea, they'll let you know it's a good idea and not just a bunch of yes men that's saying, yes, do this, yes, do that. Yeah. The reason I say that it's a lot of people with podcasts and people on a podcast. They send me a demo, I listen to it. Trash. <laughs> Trash. Yeah. You can't do a podcast with uh. uh
2: yeah, you can't uh, be saying uh. uh all that it shit, can't man. be a
0: lot of dead air. You yeah. can do uhs and ums, <laughs> but like that dead air, just go. has on. to go. Just like go. I don't, like I, I've been in so many, I was talking to a doctor one time on a podcast. I didn't know shit about what she was talking about. But when she was saying these things, I looked at it in my life and was like, how can I relate to what she's saying from a personal perspective? I may not be sitting in a board talking to all these CEOs, but you know what? I've managed something small. I'm a manager at my job. I've done this and that. So it's like you start figuring out what fits you. But I guess the question I would say, well, how would you, if, well, Junior's already doing this thing. Because I was going to say, what do you pa- how did you pass down the worth ethic to him? Was it by seeing you? Or do you feel like he just picked it up I, on his own? I think,
2: I think, and Philip, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, but we're not pastime people. Yeah. So, this whole concept, this whole notion of like pastime, I watch a baseball game, like, I couldn't tell you who had the most yards in the NFL last yeah, year. Me neither. I couldn't tell you what point guard did XYZ. I don't even know who the fucking point guard is for the Mavericks, to be honest. Me neither. For the Rockets, I don't know. Yeah. I know uh, uh, Harden. Harden. Yeah. And, and That's because he's, he's a big time And he's a yeah. baller. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's a baller. But. <clears throat> I can still go to the fucking championship game if I want to. Because yeah. I got the money to go. Yeah. Not you know, the so, so I ain't it. sitting up there watching, <laughs> you know, all season long. Yeah. I'll just go to the damn game. <laughs> you know, so we we became like less about, you know, what the big things are in life. And we basically resolved ourselves to say, let's appreciate the moments. Because mm-hmm. the moments is really the only place you can fight. You can't fight in yesterday, you can't no. fight in tomorrow. You can fight in the moment you win. And so I've tried to impress upon him this like <clears throat> I'ma die. Uncomfortable. Yeah. I've told you this. I've yeah. told you this. I have no desire to be comfortable. Yeah. And so I've tried to get him to that point. Like, dog, this shit is really a battle. Yeah. you born crying. You you live complaining and you hope to die with no regrets. Yeah. And so let's just try to figure out a way to enjoy the moment. And if we can say, okay, every, every moment is a fight. Well, a lot of people, they'll say, well, I don't understand that. I don't know. Well, you're not taking the time to enjoy yourself and all that shit. And I go, really? Well, just take a look at my Instagram feed. Because when I do fly to Turks and Caicos yeah. or you name it, Africa, yeah. you know, do a safari or, you know, Spain or South Africa, Cape Town, Johannesburg, I'm just chilling. Yeah. I- I'm literally just chilling. Okay. But But it's it's basically capitalizing on all these moments. And I think most people don't, they don't want to make that commitment. Yeah. You know, that's probably why it's tough for you to get people to actually save. Yeah. And it's like
0: you, like Ti said one time too. He was like, a lot of motherfuckers out here celebrating, but what are you celebrating? Did you get a business? Did you, <laughs> did you start something? Did you finish something? Like people just spending thousands of dollars on the weekend and hundreds of dollars on bottles, and it's like
1: searching for something. All you did
0: was Search, work forty searching. hours. You didn't do shit. What are you celebrating?
1: Yeah. My, my 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 deal too is I just think, and I don't know if everybody's wired this way. It's, I know I know Justin is, and sounds like you might be, but I just I wouldn't be happy if I were not doing what i wanted to do yeah. and growing you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. like if i if i were if i had a hundred million dollars in the bank um i would still be doing what i'm doing because like the growth makes me happy you know Most what i definitely. mean definitely yeah. like, if i had a hundred million
0: dollars like, i'd start my own radio station and still be doing what i'm doing
1: still be working
0: i wouldn't just i hear a lot of people say oh i would be selling and doing this and i'm like that shit gonna get oh how much blue water can you look at before oh, yeah. you come back home yeah and for me the successes like last year was a great year for the podcast like we traveled, we met people we did events you know we we were notarized on certain things and then i was like what's next and my then girlfriend was like you don't never take time to just enjoy you know the successes that you have and i'm like i do but i also know i want this feeling again you know which goes back to what you said of being uncomfortable yeah like yeah okay when we walked in people was yelling your name and screaming okay it's over how do I get the next one again? Yeah, And how do we make that crowd bigger? How do we get money from that crowd?
2: Well, and, and, and isn't there a part of this, though, that I think, you know, for the listener out there now who's thinking about starting their own business or is in the middle of their own business, let's say that's probably the better 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 person to talk about or the yeah. person that's currently saving for their future. If you look up right now, if we imagine this like a game since we've been saying it like a game for a minute, the clock is ticking. So if the clock is ticking and you're in the middle of the damn game, then why are you celebrating the play that you ran four plays ago? Hmm. Why are you talking about what you're going to do five plays from mm-hmm. now? You need to be in the play that you're in. Yep. The clock is ticking. Yep. Now, when we take a timeout, get you some Gatorade.
0: Dap you know, up your boy. Let you, yeah, let yeah. the coach
2: slap you on the ass or yeah. whatever it is you're doing <laughs> this shit. But <laughs> wipe your brow. Yeah. You know, smile at old girl in the crowd yeah. or whatever. But the, the, the clock's ticking. Business. And so nothing is worse for me than like talking to a cat who is the what I'm – the fun to do, yeah. This is what I'm fun to do. I'm finna, yeah, dog. Don't tell me what you're fun to do. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing right now? And then don't tell me. And if and you and I know you sit down with these folks. and you sit down. The only story they can tell is what they did.
0: Yeah, not what they do. What they
2: know. You know. And so I'm like, all right, let's focus on what we are doing. And so that that for me becomes like for for if we can motivate some of the people out there mm-hmm. that actually really want to get going. And I think eventually what we need to be doing. And you talk about mentorship, is like we could talk about like so that's the thing about phil is like he's actually taught me some things about what you need to be setting aside yeah because because it's sure i'll hit oh i ain't got no more i ain't got no money man i'm living check to check well you got them damn marlboro lights hmm you buying that weed yeah you buying that damn weed dog you, you know and so you got that designer bag yeah whatever and even if the shit was fake could have took your ass to to, to uh yeah. what you call it, what Marshall's or whatever and yeah, got that and damn got, jam sport yeah. backpack for thirteen ninety nine. And been good
0: to go. Cause you're still gonna pay more than that getting a knockoff.
2: No doubt. So I think I think that's what we gotta say, okay, right now, let's just learn to appreciate the things we got. And and then and then I think the other thing is like, you know, a lot of the people that listen don't want to take that step back. Yeah. So, you know, really, like, what what kind of challenges do you encounter with people when you're trying to get them to save and they don't want to scale back so they want the bmw now because they want to look like they got all mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. shit going on yeah not you know but that bmw's got a lifespan of eight years hey, yeah. but they retirement account gonna have a lifespan of 100
0: and that oil change ain't 39 dollars. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I mean, money is emotional man and and really to be to be honest at at this stage of my business I don't convince anymore, so I don't spend a lot of time with somebody who I got to convince them because, yeah. because they're not right mentally. Like, it don't matter how much money they have. Like, if they're if they're still searching for significance and stuff, you know, what I mean, I, yeah. nothing I can do for them. Like, wow. I, e- either either you have some money, and you want me to help you grow it or you're already investing and you need some help. But there's like at this point, everybody knows that they need to be saving money. Yeah. I'm not telling them anything new, you know, so I don't I don't have a I don't have a way is. It's, Maybe maybe this can podcast can help some folks that need some psychological stuff. I yeah. just I don't have the time to.
2: <laughs> you know so,
1: I used to call him zero politics. Yeah, I
2: say man he ain't he ain't politic with nobody right. man. He like hey you in or out you yeah. know. So the... how
0: do you even like so f- fulfill? How do you like okay? So explain to me what it is that you do. Like mm-hmm. I know you're talking to people about money management and, and growth, but how does that conversation start? I mean, is it like clients coming to you?
1: So so I own an investment advisory firm and what that is. That's different from like what I did for eight years, which is sold products. Is okay. I'm I'm my company is actually the company that manages a mutual fund or a hedge fund. Okay. Um, the difference is I don't have a hedge fund yet, but I I will manage money in the client's account. Okay. Um, um, based on their goals. So, so you get a trail. Uh, yep. Okay. So they'll, so they'll say, "Hey, these are my goals. This is what I'm trying to do." Here's the money I need to make, here's what my risk I'm going to take, and then I'll manage the portfolio based on that. And so how many so, of them
0: actually come and check back with you on the growth of that portfolio? Well, they can see
1: it every day. Okay. The uh, reason I asked yeah. that, I
0: used to do, like I used to do some of the same yep. things at Fidelity. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that used to get a lot of people was I was like, if you're gonna pay somebody a two percent or a three percent trail to, to manage your portfolio, are you checking back? because yeah. a lot of people getting robbed mm-hmm. not saying you are yep but like it's a lot of things and it goes back to exposure and people not knowing yeah and i would tell people you got a trail in they like what are you talking about check that bill out mm-hmm. if you got ten thousand dollars two percent of that is going to somebody every month yep and if you're not looking at that to see if it's growing if it's up or down mm-hmm. you could be getting fucked
1: mm-hmm. yeah you're right you're so, right a lot, a lot of yeah and 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 to be and to be technical since you sound like you know technical terms I actually don't get a trail. Okay, it's an asset management fee. Trail is a term used for commission guys who I yeah, bash. and I hate commission. I bash. because them the guys. ones,
0: and that's probably why I was saying that because yeah. I was like, they gonna hustle <laughs> you. They gonna hustle you and try and get whatever they can. It's not gonna be about you. It's about them getting meeting a quota mm-hmm. or if they have a goal of getting twenty grand in a month. How can I manipulate this portfolio to get this? You know, receive this twenty grand monthly. Oh, okay. I gotta take from this to put here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. now, this is a question that's about race though. In the same in the same segment, do you manage any white portfolio like white clients portfolios? Mm-hmm. The reason I say that is when I used to work for Fidelity, like when they would come to me and be like, "Hey, I got fifty million dollars. I need you to move this, this, and that." And I would tell them because that was one of the jobs that I learned you can't say us and ums when you're dealing with millions of dollars. When you're talking to people about their money, they need to know that you like. If I say, "Hey, uh, Spider, I need you to give me a hundred dollars. I'm gonna flip that hundred dollars for you." But if I'd be like, "Hey, Spider, um, you got a hundred dollars? I can, you know, I, I want to help you with something." You're yeah. like fuck he talking about if i come to him and say spider you give me a hundred dollars i have a surefire thing that's going to give you a return on your investment of 10 grand just give me six months and then have some kind of portfolio or some kind of game plan written out with you know a graph and all of this stuff i'm like this motherfucker man, know what he doing that don't mean they know what they're doing you always still need to do your research man So sorry i didn't want to put you in the commission base yeah, yeah, guys because yeah. i do know what you're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about yeah. so that's dope man you really don't hear a lot of black people I would say in this area, or I would just say maybe in my circle, talk about finances. One, like you said, it's emotional. A lot of people, we're we we we're playing off of the where I should be. Yeah. Well, let's look at where you're at and how to get to where you're going. A lot of times for me, you were talking about continuing to work, Justin, and not sitting down. Have you ever had that feeling where sometimes you just sit in the house and you don't have anything to do, and you kind of like, I don't want to fucking watch TV. I want to do something that's productive, but there's nothing to do at that moment. How do you handle those moments, man? Or nah. do you ever have any of those moments? <laughs> nah. I still get them sometimes, man. I'm not I'm not worrying yeah. y'all at, but I'm working, but I know when I'm sitting still, idle time kills me.
2: Yeah, so like like everything's written and and that's one of the other challenges, I guess since we're going to talk about us, you know, we talk <laughs> about about, you know, we just don't want to write shit down. Yeah. And and it's been for me, it's been sort of a it's been a challenge because I just only recently became an adult. <laughs> Literally, you know, and I remember going, okay, because, you know, I was out there, I was, look, man, uh, you know, I mean, hell, when, you know, you, you we first generation, yeah. you know, paper, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. and, and I didn't know how to handle that shit. You know, I'd go to the club and buy what we used to call a brick, which was a thousand wands. And and you know, you could, you know, hold one to each side of your face, you know, and hug let it. Let the and money throw, talk. Throw that shit out there and let that money talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'll be like, All right, bring me another brick. Yeah. And and then you start to realize that, you know, I sat down with, with my son one time and I said, Okay, so at the time I think Amazon was going for like nine sixty <clears throat> when we talked, maybe it was nine forty a share, mm. something like that. And and so you realize with the with the with the thousand dollars in ones, you know, you 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 got 15, 20 minutes of fame, you know, but with this share of Amazon, which is now selling for $14, you know, it, it's been as high as what, 17, mm-hmm. 18, mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you damned it, you doubled your money. Yeah. And and so what we've done then is we've now sat down and we go, okay, let's put this stuff on paper we say where, not where we're at, yeah. but where we're we trying to go. Yeah. So I'm, I'm speaking, you know, with two tongues essentially, because I'm telling you fight the moment you're in. Yeah. You got to fight the moment you're in. But at the same time, you need to be looking out, you know, at the horizon, at all times because the big money doesn't come from fixing the things that are right there in your face. The big money comes from solving the problems that you haven't yet seen. And so as a, as a leader, you know, one of the responsibilities we have is making sure we're prepared for the shit we haven't seen yet. You know, it's like the samurai that which the eye has not seen, you know, that's what perception is all about. So how do we do that? So my argument is if you got fucking free time, that means you got tomorrow's problem solved. Yeah. And I don't have tomorrow's problem solved. Me you know, I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck uh, uh, Range Rover going to do. I'm still driving this down 2013. <laughs> I got a 17 Benz, but Range Rover, I got this 13. I'm like, when are they going to do something to make it worth me buying another <laughs> one? Yeah. Now people are different. Yeah. My law firm partner's got a Rolls Royce. I, and I just figured out what it was because his doors open backwards.
0: Yeah, suicide. Yeah,
2: and I'm like, I, somebody asked me, "What's he driving?" And I said, "I don't know." The doors open backwards. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but you know, penny for penny, we make the same dollar. Yeah. But it's just not my thing. Yeah. You know, and so I, I'm looking for like I'm i I'm, I'm wanting to to find ways to build the future, and so I don't really have those moments. But yeah. I think it's a great question. Yeah. I guess one of the things that that I would say though to the listeners is if you don't have a set of goals, so right now we sit right now, so you know all the way through February practically mm-hmm. by the time they listen to this, you know maybe we you know someone may hear it in March, well, you're gonna be through q one of twenty eighteen yeah and I know a lot of them ended 2017 thinking about what they were going to do.
0: And for Q1 to explain to people that's quarter one, is four quarters in a year, Correct. in a fiscal year. You need Correct. to make sure you know that.
2: Yeah, you need to understand that the same way you would understand how many trimesters in a pregnancy, exactly. how many hours there mm-hmm. are in a workday, yeah. how many months there are before you get your next raise. Yeah. You know, you need to understand all these kind of people damn sure know when 11:45 is for lunch. Hell Yeah. But 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 you know 15 minutes early. Yeah, they don't know when they check an account is yeah. supposed to be eaten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like you need to understand when you check an account is supposed to be eaten. It's like, you know, so I wake up first thing in the day just go back to what Philip was talking about cuz Philip could you know, and I've worked with with guys like Philip and would have no shame in doing so. I would trust him every step of the way. But let me just tell you, I check my stocks before I check my Instagram. Yeah. And I told somebody this the other day, if you checking your damn Instagram or your Facebook before you checking your money, something's wrong with you. Yeah. You got your priorities mixed up. I check mine every day. <laughs> Even <laughs> if I'm I saying, ain't got it, I just need to see if it moved does, or any, look, anything. My wife could touch me, you know, <laughs> on, let's say it's a big day, you know, we lay in bed or whatever, she could touch me and I and I'll be like, "Damn, so I do I want some of that baby but hold on let me just look at this stock real <laughs> let quick stock. <laughs> let me look at this paper <laughs> let me just check it and I'm like you know we should be that focused yeah. on it mm-hmm. because yeah. what else is the is the job yeah. uh, of the and man and that's what
0: everybody else is, is working for and a lot of I wanted to talk to the people who cuz I have a couple of people who's like ah you know we ain't going to have 401k's around when we get older when we get 60 we won't have social security and then you start asking questions and a lot of people really don't know that a 401k it's different than like, I'm I'm trying to think of a, the term, but you know you got some stocks where they go up and down. Mm-hmm. 401k for the most part is, is is being matched by your job. You know a lot of people they'll be like, I'm only gonna put one percent in there, and you putting twenty dollars in there per pay period, so you are only making eighty dollars a month. Twenty here, forty, they gonna match that. That's eighty. No. and I tell people once because I think one job I had I was putting like four hundred per pay period, and it's like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, because I'm getting sixteen hundred. I'm giving 8 but they they matching that. So while you putting $20 in here, you're going to only be able to buy a box of chicken by the end of the year. I can buy a car. Yeah. So it's a difference. And you have to, I think you have to learn to, we, we all know when you invest, it's a long game. It's not no short return. You turn around, unless you want that 25% penalty that's going to come out on top of your head. But it's like you got to be able to put certain things away and not touch it. You also got to learn what you need. I looked up the other day and I was like, I got Hulu, I got Netflix, I got Amazon Prime and I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" And I hit a, I hit up my ex and I was like, "Are you still watching this? Because if you're not watching, I'm canceling this shit because yeah. I wasn't paying attention." But it's like the gym fee coming out yeah. and all these little twenty and fifteen and ten dollar fees, and it's like I'm not even checking for this shit. Mm-hmm. But we get so comfortable at not checking our money, yeah. We don't even know what's coming out. Mm-hmm. And Apple, if for all the Apple users, if you buying music, please watch it. Cause they will hit you with that little one, two dollar here, three, four dollar, yeah, and next quick. thing you know, you look at the end of the year, it's one hundred and eighty dollars off small little two, three, five dollar bills yeah. that they've been sending through. Cause you don't know nothing about. Wells Fargo got called for that. Was it last year where they was? Um, oh yeah, the fees. The yeah, account. they were putting those fees in and hitting people, and nobody was paying attention to it, and they had no explanation as to why they were hitting people with these but, fees. But,
1: but that's where he said it, it comes from having having a goal, having yeah. a plan. You know, a lot, most people don't have a financial plan. Like almost nobody has a financial plan. Yeah um where it's written down um and and, and i don't want to make this a financial planning conversation but my point is the, the lack of plan i think causes people to not do it and, and, and you know and, and and um you know i i started out i don't think i've never taken a salary since college like i yeah. started out in a commission business i was making you know more money than anybody ever made in my family. Yeah. Like I was making more money than my rich uncle. Yeah. You know, who, who, who I look, who I look back now, like, well, he really wasn't that rich. You know? Um, but you thought he was. But I thought he was, right? he was doing all and, right. And, and, and so, and, and my poor wife, right? So she, she stuck with me being broke and then making money. And then I'm sitting in the, in the office talking to Justin and he like, say, say uh, DP, when are you going to own your own company? And I was like, what are you talking about? Like I pay that assistant salary out there. Like yeah. I pay for this office. And he was like, no, so I had to deal with that challenge <laughs> for a year and then went inside of my own company yeah. uh, or actually I had a transition period that got me to my own company but I went back to being broke and uncomfortable. Yeah. But but my point in that is um I had a goal, I had a plan after after we had the conversation, I had to rewrite my goals and it caused me to do something uncomfortable and renew my budget. And I yeah. think I think it's a a whole lot easier. My point in saying this is it's a lot easier to be disciplined on what you need to do and what you need to cut when you when you have a vision for where you want to go, sure. right? You know what I mean? You yeah. can Hell you yeah. can you can forget about the pain today and say, "Look, this is temporary." Like, you know, this is temporary because my eye is on like getting to this next step and yeah. what I'm going to get there. And for me, that's that's helped a whole lot.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think most people have a real challenge, you know, asking themselves the question, "What is the me 5 years from now going to say to the me of today for doing what I'm about to do?" And trying to get people to see that, you know, your your you five years from now is gonna be so damn happy that you made this decision today. So you really just have to sort of I don't know whether it's tell. To what is it, telepathically put yourself <laughs> yep. in the future or whatever. But but look, I'm like, I I just wanna say and I know I could I I could be this shit, but I'm like, nigga, it's gonna be fucking Mercedes yeah. five years from now. Yeah. It's gonna be beer five years from now. Yep. It'll be women five years from now. I was to say because that's it'll what they their money Five huh? years from now, yeah, it'll be malls, it'll be Gucci, all that shit'll be here five years from now. But if you do what you're supposed to do right this second, yeah, see, I can walk in and I can buy. I bought the, I bought that, that fuck, what, plain Jane Rolex. Mm. Yeah, I'll never oh, buy yeah. another one again. Mm. Yeah, because once I got the shit, I'm like, why well, the fuck, I got that. Why you get? You know, it? I got a fucking Apple Watch on now, and I barely bought that because I was like, I don't really need it, and and so. You know, this, this notion that we got to show the shit off today, we don't, man. But how
0: do we get people to understand that, especially black people? Because we, like you said, we all grew up to where we wanted nice things. Most of us came from a home where we couldn't get all
2: these can, things. Can I, and can, look, dog, I just got to jump in. We already faking it, dog. Yeah. Look at people's Instagram feeds right now. The whole world. The whole world's faking it. Yes. So just fake it a little bit better. Yeah. You know, nobody will even know
1: yeah. that you're saving. Nobody's gonna know you are saving money, dog. Here's one word of encouragement, just so y'all know, the white boys are doing it too. Like, bro. like, like they they fake they fake at a level where I was like, wait, y'all do this too? Yeah,
2: like, you know I what remember, I mean. Like, it, I think bro. I think I
1: think we like white folks and black folks. We more alike than what we like. We, I swear, yeah, There's we, no doubt. We, we 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 are the same. And, and you the, you I remember
0: working at a doctor's office, and it was like like it was like the Maseratis, the Lamborghinis, and I'm like, damn, this is dope. And I was talking to one of the doctors who was over the whole clinic. And she was like, uh, I lease mine. I was like, What you mean? She's like, I lease it, I don't buy this. She was like, It's gonna be a new one out next year yeah. or in two years. Why wouldn't I why why would I pay however much I'm paying or eighty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars for a car yeah. when I can spend maybe twenty to thirty thousand over two years, roll it in, and get another one. Same thing. Because once is and, and if you like nice things, you after you get a 2012 and it's two thousand twenty, you're gonna be like, all right, I need to level yeah, you're going to end up spending that money again yep. anyway. Yep. So like you said, they are smart about that. It's a lot of white people to live out in, um I forgot this area, but even, let's just say University Park. I used to work in that area. Go to some of these people's houses that I'm cool with, these dinner parties. You walk into one room, it's nothing in there. You walk into another room, it's fully furnished. They don't have fully furnished houses. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and my point in saying that is it, it, it's more of a human nature thing, yes. right? I think I think one of the things that I've wanted to personally start doing in 2018 is, is do more what I'm saying Like white people Black people Mexican people Like We all think the same And we all work through The same issues In different ways And, 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 and the positive encouragement Is that um, We don't have to have This inferiority mindset That in the black community You know No 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 Everybody does Everybody it. does everybody. Everybody, everybody does it You just need to control Your thoughts yeah. right? I remember
2: how shocked I was Remember when we was at a UTSA mm-hmm. And I started working At the Westin Down there La Quintera. And so I was doing valet I had these really nice events, man, and white fellas was pulling up, and I was valet, so I'm parking the cars. Audi, S8, BMW 7 Series, you know, Mercedes yeah. S500. Check engine light on. <laughs> Check engine light on. Brakes, brakes need adjustment. Damn. I'm like, damn. I'm like, shit, y'all ain't put no gas the in it. The oil ain't $39. Yeah, man. You know, so I think everybody's trying to put that image up, and, you know, the reality is you got people like, and, and look, this is proof, because everybody knows somebody that's really, really broke. Yeah. Really, really broke, yeah, but watch look them at him on Instagram, you or can't look tell. at him on social media you can't tell, and so I'm like, you know, if you're out here really trying to live this lifestyle to yeah. make people impress people, <laughs> you could do it and fake the funk for a while, or just eat a little crow yeah. and just say, you know I'm going to set aside. It doesn't really take much, man, because like when we, we started I was talking about the pressure washer yeah. guy, just out of curiosity, I looked up to see what that pressure washer cost that the guy had, and by the way, I did offer him a job. Like, I, t- I told him, we sh- you should leave working for home. But I said, how much of the cut has he given you? Yeah. And he told me, and I was like, dog, we need to visit. He was like, nah, nah, he's been good to me. He finds me a lot of work. So he was he was real. I, yeah. I appreciated that. But I had already looked up. Pressure wash was only $700. That's
0: what I was about to say. I'm pretty sure it was less than what you paid him that
2: day. I've never seen ROI on an asset on the day the work was done. The first day the work was done, yeah. he made money off it. So you talking to the average cat who could go out and get a business card from Vistaprint for like $7, yeah. $10, could go get a $700 pressure washer, get on Craigslist, put a deal up there for $15, mm-hmm. and two days later have all of his that money, money back, back plus some, yep. plus half his rent, Direct. and still be able to buy a bag of weed Direct if girls. that's what he's into.
0: Man, <laughs> But you know it's so funny when you were talking about the cars because it made me think about I was dating... Um,
2: not, I'm not advocating weed, by the way. I'm just saying. Oh, weed just, is coming. It's about to be legal. Wait, that's
0: what I'm mean. saying. It's coming. I'm looking for investors now and working on plans. It's coming. Okay. Believe me. So um, but I, I, so I dated this girl. She was a doctor at a plastic, sur- at a plastic surgery facility. I was driving a little Honda. She was, I felt like she was out of my league, but I was able to catch her. So I remember one time I was trying to be nice. She's like, I need to get my oil changed. And I was like, all right, I'll take your car. She had like a 7 Series band. Took it to the thing to get it, you know, yeah. get the oil changed.
2: You start choking never,
0: up Bro I've never Ever in my life Driven a Benz Or any of that I'm The most I've ever paid Maybe $60 for oil change I get up there for oil change He runs it He brings the bill He said $300 I called her I said Is this real Like is this what it's supposed to be Or is this motherfucking lying to me And she was like Oh it's $300 You say you got, I got it I'm gonna go ahead and take care of it But I was like Ah I don't need this The tires are expensive That's why they check engine lights on Yeah That's why they run along gas Cause it's premium gas you know, most people the average person riding around on unleaded. We ain't touch premium. We ain't touch yeah. diesel. Yep.
2: Yep. 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 Yeah, and that? the reality of all that is most of the time if you see people stretching themselves out to try to do that, they they doing it because, like you say, inferiority complex, yeah. they feel like they less than the other people in their lives. Their social circle, you know, everybody's kinda I, I will say this. like, look, when I first got to Dallas, I had a Honda. I left uh San Antonio I want to say I went back to Austin before we, because I had that damn Maxima. Mm-hmm. When I went back to school, I sold the BMW, got the Maxima. And then I think I got a Honda right before I left Austin. I came up here in the damn Honda Accord. It was old. It had some, you know, rims on it. And, uh, and so I'm trying to think how long I had that car, man. But when you valet in a Honda and they pull your car up, you know, nobody even looks at you. And the crazy thing about it, once you start getting a nice car and, you know, so I remember the first time the valet pulled my Range Rover up, first time he pulled my Mercedes up, whatever that kind of thing. Yeah. And all of the guys, not my color, standing in line with their girls all turned and looked to see who I was. And it was, I tell Dave, it's like this totem pole kind of look. They go, I don't know where he is on the totem pole, (laughs) but I think he's higher than me. Look, that's a good feeling, but the shit means nothing. It means nothing. Like it used to mean something to me. Now it means nothing. Nothing. Who cares where you're on the totem pole? Because the guys, if you look at people there's people that could buy me there and give my ass away for Christmas. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm like, they don't they ain't pulling up and nothing. you know what I mean? They yeah. Ubering around or they got a driver. Or, you know, who was Sam Walton driving the damn Chevy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Or> what's what's
1: <laughs> Buffett driving? Yeah, he it ain't I don't know. I, don't I know. see, he, I but see Warren Cuban Buffett,
0: Is Warren Buffett the one still got his home in Lincoln, Nebraska? Yeah. he, he still the same, got the same,
1: same house. Home he just added. Of,
0: of course, he added yeah, stuff yeah. to it, but it, it's the same house, man.
2: man. I see Cuban around. I've seen him several times, man. Just playing Jane
1: Lexus. Man, most people with a lot of. But, you know, and the reverse side of it is, you know, I, I have a client. She's, you know, early 30s. She has 100 grand in the bank. Like, she's on track for investing and in, she can retire by 60 with millions of dollars. Yeah. She has zero debt. You know, she makes almost 300. And she was, like, be, she was, okay. like, biting her fingers when I was coming to the office about, you know, can I buy a range? And I was, like, why, like, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you work hard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like so, so you know, because the, the other side of it is also just, you know, if you're doing the right things, too.
0: Reward why, yourself. Why
1: not? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's difficult
0: what? to spend money because, like, my ex-sheet <clears throat> is pretty good, you know. And I remember when we first started dating, she's like, yeah, I got to go talk to my advisor. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You got an advisor? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, she was like, I don't just go out and spend money. Like, I have him look at my books, see if I can afford it, if it's going to be beneficial. Uh, You know, am I still going to be meeting all the financial goals I wanted to meet over the next year or two? And I was like, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? To have somebody that can kind of guide you because we, a lot of us don't know how to get to where we're going. I'm just looking at you guys interact and I'm thinking, how important is it? And you, we got a couple more minutes. But how, how important is it to have friends that challenge each other to go higher? And I say that because, honestly, like I told you, Justin, it's a blessing to have met you and continuing to you know cultivate this friendship. Because yeah. I literally <clears throat> was telling people last year I feel like I had reached a ceiling on I was the smartest person in the room, and I was like, this it feels like shit because I was like I feel like I don't know nothing, but everybody's coming to me. So it's like to how it's so important. I feel like to have somebody that may know more than you that may be you know, better at something in life to where you can learn. It yeah. humbles you for one, because you know that you're not what you think you are. But then also if you are if you have any kind of get up in you, it should be like, okay. I know when good. I walked out, I know you're talking about twenty thirteen Benz, but when I walked out I was like, damn, that's a dope matted, you know, matted out uh Benz truck he got. Yeah. You know, I don't know what you're driving, but even being like I said, just listening to you guys do what you do, the things that motivate me is you started somewhere. We all gotta start somewhere. Oh hell yeah. It wasn't lavish. Cause you tell, like I said, you told your story. People see you on billboards and stuff, and it's like, ah, it's easy for him to talk. He got money, <laughs> but it, it ain't always been this way. No, and no. I think that's the thing that people have to understand that from being poor to being rich or to being well off, it doesn't just happen like that.
2: Well, and so you said, you said, so like the friends and the accountability. Yeah, how think,
0: important is it that for the, I, have that?
2: Okay, happen. so the mind state. I remember the first time I had a conversation with one of my mentors about having a million dollars. Yeah. And he tells me the day I realized that I had a million dollars was the most depressing day of my life. And I sat there, man, I leaned back in the chair and I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, I said, I'm sorry, I come again. He said it was the most depressing day of my life. I said, why? Well, because he, he said he had thought that, you know, from that point on, it was about fishing and playing golf and hanging out and going on vacations and all yeah. that shit. And he realized how much work there was still left to be done. So he had these unrealistic expectations. So he changed my perspective on a million dollars. And I went, that ain't enough. It's not. And and then and then I remember my next conversation with another mentor about what's enough. And his statement was this if you can achieve it, then it's not enough. Yeah. I'll repeat, if you can achieve it, then it's not enough. And so he sets his number outside of a range that he's capable of achieving with hundred percent effort yeah. because that way he's always drive his drive is always to give 99 hundred percent effort which yeah. can't give more than hundred by the way yeah so when you talk about friends i say mentors people that are smarter than you that have achieved more a lot yeah. of us don't want to hang out with people but that's all i want so me i too. want philip to tell me Doll, you really need to be thinking about this shit you know if you go invest it, you know you put your money in amazon but Fang may not be where you want to do it right now. Yeah. Maybe you ought to be looking at this. And I want those types of challenges. So for me, it's the people around me. Last thing I'll say on that is, you know, I started this thing in 2018 where I just I call it check effect. And I'm looking at people going, "What's the check effect? Yeah. What you gonna do for my checks? Hmm. If you can't, if you have no effect on my checks, other than a negative effect, yeah. then I'm just not messing with you. I don't want to mess with you unless it's just gratuitous. I'm just doing it out of the kindness of my heart. Yeah. But you got check effect. Anthony. Period. You can help my checks. Yeah, Philip. Well, you can help my checks. And so I fuck with people that can help my checks. And yes. I want to. And, and I want. And it's not, it's reciprocal. So I'm not gonna be in your life if I'm not gonna have positive. If I can't bring positivity. So if I got people asking me for my time. But if I'm not gonna have a positive check effect on them right now, then why would I waste why their time want- <laughs> or waste mine? And it's crazy.
0: Positive check effect may be the name the reason I say that is, <laughs> that is that's a good one. And the reason I say that is because that's what I had to do because I felt like over the last 3 years I had people draining from me and I was giving people all this energy. Like I I'm a real person, man, and that's what people love about the podcast. I have a little debt now because when I started the business, I started with partners. And I tell the story all the time on the podcast where I had majority, you know, sole proprietorship. This was like a silent partner. Never paid anything. Like he paid, but it was even from the get-go, it was never what he initially said that he would pay so then i was carrying the business and it gets to a point where i'm like well now it's starting to make money i need to dissolve this business because you haven't paid anything and it's like i'm still paying you a percentage sure. so but we were doing it out of a friendship mm. where well, i was you know i was like okay he wouldn't fuck me like that then you get fucked and you kind of like damn like how how do i bounce back from this so my learning experience is what you just said say that again check a fact. i need that check because effect. when i'm telling you when it happened i was just like how the hell did I even get here? But I didn't do no check effect to see if yeah. he was gonna be giving me something that I could benefit, but I knew that I was giving him something that would benefit him. Yeah. So and then it happened again and I was like, okay, I gotta check myself. Fuck a check effect. I yeah. need to check me. Cause clearly you befriending people too easy. You need to vet these people a little bit more. And now it's gotten to that point to where it's like, and I told I was telling um Artizia who helps co host the show. And I was like, do you know how many motherfuckers hit me up after Justin came on the show? Do you know how many people hit me up? We did a couple of events last year with Martin Trivia and people saw, like, we had Lil Rail and Cole from Martin come out and they was like, oh, so people started hitting you up. I'm like, motherfucker, you weren't even checking for me <laughs> when I had shit and I was trying to bring you on. Now you see me with somebody, I still ain't making no more money. Yeah. I'm just getting appearances and, you know, the possibility no, I- of exposure and- People see, be on your coat And See, I'm
2: back, man, cause loyalty is a motherfucker for you, yeah. dog. Like I'm just like, what is, what do we have if we don't have loyalty? Yeah. You know, to, to a few people. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Yeah.
0: And you stayed in contact, and that's something that I was nervous about because I know when it was over, I was telling Ortiz, I was like, Yeah, just said he wanted to talk about some stuff, you know, whatever, whatever. She's like, You think it gonna hit you up? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I put too much faith in people, you know, when they say something, so I was like, I'ma just see. Actually speak louder than words. He continued to keep in contact mm-hmm. with me. Me and Alex talk outside of yeah, we you do. know his dad. I met you and found out that you met Frank, which is right outside the door waiting to come in here. But I was just like, it feels it feels genuine. Yeah. But I still for me, I still try to when I have friends, I'd be like, what can I bring to this person? Yeah, sure. Because not to be funny, when you talk to me about the podcast, you're like, how can I do this? And I was like, hey, you can get these listeners possibility getting paid, so on and so forth. But the thing I loved about you, too, was even when we set up today, because I normally don't do podcasts on Thursdays. First thing you said was I'll cover the cost of the studio. Yeah, don't worry yeah. about that. You know how many motherfuckers I've said that I've went out of my way to book stuff and I'm going to pay it, but they don't even offer or they'll offer and say, I'll send you something. And I'm a man. So I'm not going to hit you up and be like, Phil, yeah. you're going to hit me with that $20. You don't pay it. You don't pay it. It just lets me know who I'll the fuck I'm it dealing tomorrow. with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. just let me, so before we get out of here, Phil, let them know where they can find you at on social media, what it is you do. And if, I don't know if you need any more business, you may be booked, but
1: I, I can take a hundred million more dollars today. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> You can just Philip Washington two L's Philip Washington on Facebook or ask or at Ask Philip on Instagram. Okay, and Ask Philip. Ask, ask Philip. Philip. Okay. Where ask can they find you at on social? Justin
2: the lawyer. Justin, Justin lawyer. Instagram. Justin lawyer. Twitter. Ask Justin the lawyer on Facebook. Yeah. So try to keep it consistent. All
0: right, and y'all be sure to keep up with all things the reality is by going to www.therealityis.com. Is that my phone? Okay, no, it's not a problem, man. Like I said, it's a podcast, bro. But keep up uh, keep up with all things up to date with The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, The Reality Is. Also, follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Anchor, Facebook. You can also listen to previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Player.fm, listen more. Also, if you want to be a guest on the show, just email us at info at The Reality Is. If you want us to answer a question from our perspectives, just leave a voice message at 469 9681 and we'll be sure to answer the question on the upcoming episodes last but not least be sure to leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on we don't care if it's a good review we don't care if it's a bad review we just want to hear from you as i always say always remember to inhale courage to excel success spider-man you keep killing it in the production booth i see you got the board back there Gonna turn this bitch into a club one day.
1: Yeah, we'll throw it down. <laughs> <laughs> and we go,
0: and we gonna keep it moving. Justin, thanks for coming out. Appreciate you, Phil. Thanks for coming out, man. Thank Thank I'm sure we'll have you guys back. And uh, the reality is, listeners, man, we'll check y'all on next. Week. Second cycle, the kid is moving like Billy Idol with some past due Ws that I'm still entitled. City love me, I treat it like it's a bridal. Tux black as the strap, I'm using the head to rival Last album was great, but I know this one is greater I made it as far as a great taste maker Without a spread from complex Of them covers that are coming from Fader I'm at tables with males, you love it Fuck it, I made it from buckets, slept in the a-
1: We are a community bank that believes in community banks. Through the Total Card Management Program, TCM Bank serves as a direct issuer of credit cards for banks who prefer not to issue cards themselves. From credit card portfolio purchases to startup programs, we collaborate with our partners in the delivery of innovative and competitive credit card solutions. Learn more by visiting www.tcmbank.com. TCM Bank, dedicated to helping you, not competing with you.